They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. This is They're Coming to Get You. My name is Brent Terhune. My name is Gavin Eddings. Brent, Merry Christmas to you. You're next. Oh, no. What? Oh, God. Oh, I, you, you can't see it, but Brent just kicked me in the head, and now I have to <laughs> retire from wrestling because he's a dumb fuck, unsafe worker. Brent, you're out here reckless. Because the one thing you asked me to do is to not kick you in the head during our match. <laughs> I, now we, we should clarify, because we've talked about wrestling a lot on this show. We're both wrestling fans. Yes. And in particular, we've talked about Bill Goldberg. Yes. Uh, he's from WCW. Uh, he had a, a long undefeated streak. Yes. He used to play pro football. Yes, for the Atlanta and, Falcons. For the Falcons, mm-hmm. he left after he finished wrestling with WCW. He was off for, I guess, I think a while, and then came back to WWE a couple different times. Yeah. So. But he's been known in wrestling for, one, ending Bret Hart's career, like <laughs> kicking him in the head, and now he he's just done wrestling. He can't. <laughs> uh, he would, like, punch through a car window because he was frustrated, and then, like, tore tendons in his arm so then he had to be out for like two months in wrestling yes my favorite is so he punched the car window. it was supposed to be like sugar glass but they did, didn't replace it so he's just like fuck it we'll do it live and punch <laughs> through real glass uh my favorite is he had a run recently that was okay in wwe um yeah. but one of my favorites was he had a match with the undertaker in saudi arabia and before the match bill goldberg uh, headbutted a door because he, he used to do this thing where he'd get real psyched up. He'd like punch himself in the head and like mm-hmm. get ready and like breathe smoke and stuff. And he headbutted a door and concussed himself before the match. And then he went out there and he's in like his 50s. He went out there with The Undertaker who was in his 60s and damn near almost killed The Undertaker by dropping him on his head. So Goldberg is. I'm so glad he did a shitty Santa horror movie so that we could finally show this man the respect he deserves (laughs) for just being unsafe. And my joke I want to make now is that, yes, Goldberg as Santa does kill a lot of people in this movie. But before he kills them, he also (laughs) deeply concusses them because he's unsafe even as a killer. Yeah, like, and I think if you're not a wrestling fan... You could still like I don't know that he's respected by wrestlers. No. Even though like when I was a kid, he was one of my favorites. Yes. He was WCW's answer to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not he's a bald so much- guy with a goatee. Bald you know? guy with a goatee. He was he was ripped to shit because this is like back when they didn't test anybody for anything. That man pissed so hot he could melt the cup. Like <laughs> he could and he was but he had a reputation for being very very stiff in the ring, which mm-hmm. is when you don't pull punches. He was just going out there when you're like literally fighting and punching, yeah, which just, is the opposite of what wrestling should be. He's just hurting people. And mm-hmm. that's not and he, but he got so over with the crowd. Who's next? Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Goldberg, the chance, 
And he was one of the biggest stars in all of wrestling. And he also is the star of the 2005 masterpiece, a true film. I assure you, if A24 had been around in 2005, Mm -hmm. they would have been like, give us the rights to Santa's Slay, which is the movie we are covering on the podcast today. We put it up over on our Patreon, patreon.com backslash they're coming to get you uh, because it's on YouTube everywhere for free. Do not pay for this. Go watch it on our Patreon. <laughs> it's up there just for free. Enjoy the ad revenue, pirate guy, whoever <laughs> loaded this. But this, I had never seen this before. Had you seen it before? No, nope, my first time. Uh, is, it, is it the last time? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even the... Uh, and it might have been my first time, like, but also not my first time because I almost stopped watching it. <laughs> you know, like, I almost didn't. Like, this is a shorter movie, and it felt like a slog to me. Yes, the movie is only 78 minutes long, which is about the same length as a classic like The Nightmare Before Christmas. If you have an option between mm-hmm. Santa's sleigh or The Nightmare Before Christmas... Watch Night Night Before Christmas. Watch Jack and Sally do their thing because it's mm-hmm. a much more enjoyable experience. Even at 78 minutes, this movie is really boring. Yeah. And like, so you want to just, from the jump, you get like a star studded yes. scene. You've got any movie, I will say, any movie that starts with Chris Catan fingering Fran Drescher, I'm like, I'm like, what is that? Is that Corky Romano fingering the nanny? Yeah. Uh, because I am, um, I'm curious to see where this goes. In front of James Caan. <laughs> what, what was James Caan doing? What has happened to, J- I know he recently, I, I know he passed away not that long ago. Yeah, I think he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> what, is James, what is James Caan thinking right now about his I, career choice? Because he did, th- this is Sonny, Sonny Corleone. Yeah, from the misery, Godfather. misery from the Godfather. He was an elf the year prior. Did he mm-hmm. just go? That elf money is gone. What can I be in? I would have because I isn't Fran Drescher his wife or spouse in this movie, right? Yes, I I, I believe so. And Chris Kattan's given the old uh, the old one two, and that, <laughs> by that I mean the digits. Uh, I would have loved to like. Have James Conn catch him fingering his wife at the Christmas table and then cut to like that scene where he's beating up uh, his sister's husband and godfather. <laughs> you think you can put hands on her? You think you can fucking yeah. put hands on her? You think, yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, the whole thing is there's a Christmas scene. You've got James Conn, Fran Drescher, uh, Chris Kattan. Uh, have you worked with Chris Kattan? I have not. I have not either. I've heard I've I've heard he's very nice. Um, I was just curious. I know our good friend Patrick Pat Pesifume worked with him not that long ago, mm-hmm. and he had nothing. Uh, as far as I can see, he had nothing bad to say about him. So good job. Yeah, maybe we'll have to get the mics off and get him to. We'll do a shoot interview with Patrick. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, working with Chris Kattan, that's an unsafe yeah. worker right there. Some of those jokes, they yeah. were everywhere, man. He airplane. I heard food. that he started fingering his wife right in front of him at the Christmas <laughs> dinner table. <laughs> but you got this, this family is terrible they're all very materialistic they are all very uh just bad people right off the bat you have an f slur which yep god 2005 what a what a simpler time 
And I don't want to be the woke police who goes back and watches things from 20 years ago with new eyes. But they, they, they just let it fly. They let it fly. Well, it's also weird. Like, in, in two years, this movie will be 20 years old, which it's weird to, you know, be at the age where you could say 20 years ago and mm-hmm. be like, I remember that. You know? I remember. It'll be 20 years since I graduated <laughs> high school in, in 2025. Oh, Ugh, where'd the that, time it, go? You always hear old people have these conversations, and then you become those people. Yeah, that have those conversations. Ours are very sad, though. Where it's like, you remember twenty years ago when Goldberg played an evil Santa Claus? <laughs> you remember nine <9/11? laughs> eleven? <laughs> That's what's upsetting. It's like so many people I know and and work with are just like when you when you were born two thousand three. Oh, yeah. so you didn't you weren't there when the towers fell. <laughs> well, you, you don't know. You don't know. You don't nothing. know. You don't know what you don't know what the TSA was like. Pre- if Goldberg 9/11. was around during nine eleven, <laughs> none of this would have happened. Goldberg actually kicked down the second tower. I don't know if you know that. That's true. Yeah, because they said, "Hey, Bill, the only thing that we need you to not do is kick down the <laughs> second tower." <laughs> And he's like, I got it, boss. And then he uh, speared and jackhammered, <laughs> jackhammered building seven as well. He he, like the jackhammer is his other big move, which involves him picking up a whole human over his head. Yeah, the great like he's strong. He's like yeah, a very athletic. But can you imagine like him accidentally jackhammering any building seven like? <laughs> He no, also, I didn't mean to. No, I, I didn't mean to spear Building 7 or the Pentagon. <laughs> that was my bad. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, this We mo- have the scene full of people that are just ripe for killing. Usually they spread these people out in a in a whole movie, mm-hmm. but it's designed to like star-studded. Let's. This might have been the trailer back in the day. I yes. don't know. It doesn't matter. You also have Rebecca Gayhart as well, horror royalty yeah. from Urban Legend. So you've got some names. I was like, man, I can't believe James Conn is in this whole movie. And then they're not. They get yeah. killed very quickly because Bill Goldberg comes down the stairs or comes down the chimney. And mm-hmm. he's a bad man. He's a bad biker looking Santa. And he does some pretty good kills. Uh, how do you feel about, about the kills in this opening scene? Yeah, I thought the kills were pretty good. Probably some of the best of the movie. There's like the one where the, I don't know who it falls back on the dog bed and gets impaled. Yes. By the sharp ass dog bed. (laughs) This is also after Bill Goldberg kicks the dog. Uh, Yeah, that was funny. And that dog never wrestled again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> got a concussion <laughs> never stops talking about how bill goldberg sucks yeah because uh, the other thing is brett hart anytime <laughs> you could be like brett hey how's the weather there in in alberta uh or Ottawa, whatever calgary alberta canada calgary how's the weather there brett uh oh how's the weather uh, it's uh pretty sunny uh actually it's a little cloudy because that uh, dumb fuck Bill Goldberg <laughs> kicked kicked uh <laughs> kicked a cold front so it's cloudy now uh so yeah he it's, goes out of his everything way. comes around to Goldberg yeah he goes out of his way to bury Goldberg like if you ask him about, about this movie he will somehow bury Bill Goldberg even further probably you know, we should take all our patreon money and somehow pay Bret Hart to watch this movie with us <laughs> Just, hey, uh, cameo, I know you can get a Bret Hart cameo, but yeah. will you watch this with us, Bret Hart? 
that for 87 minutes of his time i don't know how much that would cost but i imagine i bet if we started a gofundme people would take money from some sick kid and give it to us <laughs> maybe like yes please make this happen uh-huh. uh this movie does open up hot with with some kills and they were so good i did not write them down and cannot remember. i know somebody gets set on fire yeah, Fran Drescher gets like uh, he does like a fire spitting gag on her, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, stuck in the in the the somebody gets a, a that star from the Christmas tree stuck in their back. Yeah, you know uh, every I don't know if you know this every Christmas tree star is also a shuriken. Um, you That's, can just yeah. you can just wing that at somebody and it will stick in them like a ninja throwing star. And it's better than the, the angel because the angel you have to shove up somebody's ass. <laughs> so I'd rather get stuck with in the back with. The I, I think star. so too. He shoves because once you once you get the wings up there, it, you can't come out. It's like the barb on a hook. Oh my! It's like a Chinese finger trap. It's yeah. just like oh, once it's up there, you got to like really push it together and really come. Yeah, it, it takes a long mm-hmm. time, and that's why you've had an angel up your ass since nineteen ninety seven. That's been a saying around our house is, man, he's got a really, he's got an angel up his ass today. <laughs> is that like a nice phrase? I feel like that could be a nice phrase to say somebody like, he has donated charity. You see this fucker donating to charity? <laughs> got a real angel up his ass. <laughs> uh, if it's not, we're starting it. Yeah. <laughs> right now, uh, if you want to be a layaway angel, get a real <laughs> angel up your ass this holiday season, give to a charity. Really do In that. The- I uh, play that song, but still show the sad dogs shivering, or have one dog be like, (laughs) (laughs) Scooby Doo. You see like two little feet sticking out of the dog's ass. You're, this, you're, you're, this is dumb. This is Despite dumb. Uh, Goldberg kicking a dog, I don't think uh, you should hurt animals. <laughs> I stand by I stand by that. <laughs> you know what? What did the dog do? What did the dog do? That's all I'm yeah, going to say. What? what did the dog do, though? Yes, but you've got, <laughs> you've got this opening scene. It's crazy. It's dumb. Chris Kattan. Uh, how does Chris Kattan get killed? I don't even remember. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I do remember that James Caan, he was complaining about the turkey, so he has to deep throat a whole turkey leg. Yeah, he gets like two like serving forks stuck in his hands or whatever. Yeah, and then, then he has to deep throat some some turkey leg because he thought he could put hands on it. <laughs> I saw you put hands on Mrs. Claus. I saw you. <laughs> I saw you do it. I saw you. I saw yous. <laughs> My favorite part of that scene in The Godfather it, when he does that is that he does pick up a trash can like it is 90s WCW and yep. hits him with a trash can and then Jeff Hardy jumps on him from a ladder. Oh, oh yeah, he, uh, burner, 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 I, uh, I do think in that scene, if we could talk about a far more interesting and better movie, I think he really does hit that guy a couple times for real and he didn't tell him he was going to do it. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think he should, but also you get a real reaction out of that dude. Yeah. <laughs> you get a real reaction when, when James Conn actually punches you in the face. We said, uh, James, hey, just one thing you can't do is don't hit him for real. And uh, when James Conn, Sonny Corleone, beats up Brett the Hitman Hart, he's like, fucking, I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Do I get no respect yeah. about this? 
when he had uh, Bret Hart pull into that toll booth and all those guys <laughs> popped up with Tommy guns. <laughs> when, the, when the Hart Foundation was there, you had the Bulldog, Owen Hart, Brian Pillman, Jim the Anvil, Neidhart. And he... <laughs> And they uh, said, it's we're talking about time. wrestling so much because there's not a lot to talk about. <laughs> there's with, not with a lot to talk about this, and this is going to be a lot of wrestling jokes. We're going to go to this well a lot. Uh, then you get to meet the the main characters of this uh, movie, Emily DeRaven, uh, who plays Mary. Emily DeRaven had a little bit of a career in – she had a career in the mid-2000s. She was uh, on Lost. She was on that show for the entire time. She was also in the Hills Have Eyes remake. Um, so uh, I thought I this lady looked familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, Emily DeRaven sounds like a rapper, like Meg The Stallion. Emily DeRaven. <laughs> Did you say Megan? Did you say Meg The Stallion? Meg The Stallion. Yeah, yeah. You know Meg The Stallion and uh, Doja Kitty. All them Doja Doja Da Kitty. Doja Da Kitty. Yeah, Emily DeRaven. She was on Lost, and she was also in the Hills Have Eyes remake. I don't know what she's done recently. But she was so on her IMDb. It says, uh, uh, once upon a time, okay. uh, she did 117 episodes of that. Yeah. The and bulk it, of the series, dude. Yo, okay. She was. A, okay. So yeah, that show went, went for 2012 till 2018. Yeah. So, okay. That's not a show I watched. So therefore she's done nothing recently. <laughs> yep. That's true. <laughs> that is how it works. Um, you do have Bill Goldberg playing Santa and then you've got Robert Culp as grandpa and Dave Thomas from Wendy's as pastor Timmons. God love me a square hamburger. I love it. <laughs> and then where is the guy? What is the, what is the name of the, the main shitty kid? I don't know. Uh, I'm on the page right now, and uh, he's he's not in the top cast. Like how Douglas you... Smith. Oh, Nicholas Yulson. Okay, there. Yulson. How how could you not cast this guy? His last name's Yulson. Yes, that is how he As got the job. Log. He's like, <laughs> can we look at Goldberg's IMDb? He's he was on the Goldbergs, the show. Mm-hmm. He was on NCIS. He was on. Uh, he was in the Longest Yard. That's probably the best movie he's been in, I'm guessing. Yes, probably. Uh, he's in uh, all the WWE. He's been on 61 episodes of Raw. Uh-huh. He's on the Royal Rumble. He's in all the video games. Uh, Fury of the Fist and the Golden Fleece. He plays a supervisor. Quit Now, would you say of all the wrestlers turned actors, Goldberg's the best, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> would you like to know who I think is the best actor, turn, the best wrestler turned actor? Can I guess who it is, who you're going to say? Yes. I'm going to say you think Dave Bautista is the best actor turned wrestler. Um, I don't know, I don't know if you can see me taking off my shirt right now, mm-hmm. but that is correct. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I think Bautista is definitely the best actor because he really, I remember when he was going to be Drax and Guardians of the Galaxy, he took acting classes. He wants mm-hmm. to show a range. He, he doesn't just want to play the same character, like kind of like the rock does. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think the rock is probably maybe probably the third best. I think Batista's better. Um, I think Roddy Piper was amazing and they live. Yeah. Uh, but I also think that John Cena is just a phenomenal actor when it comes to like what he in peacemaker. He's great in that. Mm-hmm. I think the rock is good, but I, I think he just, he's just always the rock. Yeah, yeah, like, and that's that's not bad. 
you, you know what you're getting. You get you're gonna get the Rock playing so and so. You know. Yeah, for sure. But I think when you're with, with Dave Bautista, he he takes all these weird different roles where he tries mm-hmm. to be like an actual dramatic actor, which I truly do respect and appreciate that he wants to be better and not just be big muscle guy. I think John Cena is a pretty good actor too. Yeah, he's really funny. I I think John Cena is definitely incredibly funny. But as far as Goldberg goes, Goldberg definitely when Goldberg wins that Oscar, will he'll show us all. When he comes out and he spears Regis Philbin, <laughs> who's somehow alive. What? It was me. It was me, <laughs> Rage. Uh, you've got the these characters. You don't really care. They work at like a deli together. And you've got Emily DeRaven as Mary. You've got uh, Nicholas are kind of will they, won't they. Spoiler, they will. Uh, nice. Very nice. And I love the scene with the old woman who's just being shitty for no reason. And oh, yeah. She's a real American because she says, don't say happy holidays. Don't don't say that political shit. It's Merry Christmas. Which finally, Not Adam and Steve. <laughs> finally, somebody's saying what we're all thinking. That's right. At the Jewish deli. <laughs> the big menorah there like you, you know this guy runs a business and he doesn't believe what you believe but wow what an asshole you are i know you're like this is clearly a jewish deli uh goldberg also famously jewish i believe it's well his last name's goldberg and i i get again again i'm not i'm not trying to be uh, i don't know what the, what you would call that but Sometimes he said it. He's like, "You got a Jew playing Santa." I heard an interview with him one time. <laughs> I heard it. Yeah, and I've then, seen it. And then Brett Bret Hart said, "What kind of bullshit is the Jew playing Santa? This is bullshit." Yeah, you know, I don't think uh, uh, Bret Hart's an anti-Semite, but I think he might get he might get turned because of his hatred of Bill Goldberg. <laughs> he's like, "I don't hate. <laughs> I love all. I don't hate them all. <laughs> just the one." <laughs> You're like, God damn, Brett, yeah. stop. Um, a couple things that, that I wrote down. This movie is, uh, this might be a shorter episode. There's not a lot to this. But no. yeah, it's very, it tries so hard to be edgy. It tries so hard to be offensive. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it it's so try hard. And it just aids so poorly. Um, I love that uh, Emily DeRaven offers him a ride. And he's like, no, he's trying to like scooter home. It's like, a, yeah, it's snow everywhere, and he's trying to ride this Razor scooter, whatever it is. Yeah, just let the hot girl take you home, my guy. Just uh, how how does the old woman die? Because uh, she gets rammed by the sleigh. Yeah, by Goldberg's sleigh with that big uh, whatever animals pulling. I don't remember. It's like a evil deer. Basically, in this, why Santa's killing people is Santa was. Like made by Satan to ki- son of Satan, yeah, to kill everyone. But then he makes a bet with an angel that if he loses, he had to manage to be kind and give toys every Christmas to the kids for a thousand years. And just so you know, it two thousand five is when that thousand years is up. So he's kind of off the he's off the leash now, and he can do whatever he wants to do. He can kill. Finally, whoever. someone let me out of my cage. <laughs> But Bill Goldberg, uh, Santa Claus, can now go around killing people. And he does. He kills anybody who's being shitty or naughty or pretty much just anybody he wants to. For no reason. He does walk past, like, three Hasidic Jews and doesn't <laughs> do anything to them. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the jokes that I thought was just so edgy was uh, the uh, 
what's-his-face, Nick is watching the TV, and they're like, the Horny Asian Housewives Bowl. Like, the hornyasianhousewives.com bowl on football. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the... Is that a joke? Is it, it not? Like, so, some of the jokes in this are so bad. It's... Uh, have you seen Idiocracy by Mike yeah. Judge? Like, when they had, like, Fuddruckers turned into buttfuckers, and yeah. like Starbucks, can I can I take your what do you want? Or that was funny because it showed how dumb we're getting. This these jokes are just not good, and they, and they don't make any narrative sense either. I know I'm looking for narrative sense in the Goldberg Santa movie, yeah. but it's just it, it feels very try hard and edgy for for no reason. So that's one thing that I wrote down: like the horny Asian housewives bowl on the TV. And this is like a movie where it's not so, so bad that it's fun. Mm-hmm. And it's not so, so good that it's good. It's like the bad amount of bad. <laughs> it's 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 right there in that middle of n- not being enjoyable. Uh, and it's not even a party movie. If it was so bad, it would be a, it would be a Jack Frost or Thanks Killing where we're all watching it be- for the wrong reasons, you know? Yeah, if you put this on, like, you have to find, like, wrestling fans to be like, this is Goldberg, is this funny? Mm-hmm. But other than that, you can't put it on at a party. It's not fun. It's not funny. Uh, but I will say the kills are pretty good. I do well, like... Can we talk about another joke that's lame? Yes. First, before we get into the kills, we got the cops' names. One cop is named Cock. C A U L K, and then another is Bush. So they're talking. Do you like Cocker Bush? Do you like Cocker Bush? Yeah. She's talking to this cop at the desk, and you look at his name plate, and it, his name is Dick Zucker. <laughs> so and it's like the, there's no reason for these jokes to be in this movie. Yeah, but they it, have. It's to, like yeah, though, like those, you know, like after like Scary Movie Two. Then it was like not the weigh-ins. Yeah, where it was like they're just shitty jokes in movies, mm-hmm. and maybe and maybe I have to rewatch them. Maybe they're better than I remember, but it's those like '90s or those 2000s type jokes where, again, horny Asian housewife bowler. Like, there's no reason for these jokes to be in here. It's not the type of movie. Yeah, it's you have to make it. Yeah, how would you have made this better? Or how would you have made it so bad that it's... Or, and by better, I mean, how do you make it, one, better? Or how do you yeah. make it better in the sense that it's so bad it's good? I, I think there's a lot of jokes in this movie. And I don't I don't know that you need jokes. You just need maybe funny situations. But I, I just don't know. Because I'm also tired of the, the trope of the evil Santa. Mm-hmm. I, and that I just came off watching uh, for Midwest Monsters podcast. Our friend Vinny is on it. Uh, we watched all five of the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies. I I saw I heard you mention that on an episode uh, a couple weeks ago. I did not realize that you watched all of them. Yeah, I you don't you shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, it's not good and it's not fun. But. Uh, so and some of those have no killer Santa. Can you believe it? Isn't there one where like, Bill Mosley has like a a weird brain? Yeah, he's uh, it's the character he's shot several times, and the next movie comes back, and it's like a a clear like glass salad bowl on his brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. 
they're not good, but like that's a the killer Santa. There's the we talked about doing a uh, Tales from the Crypt with the killer Santa. Mm-hmm. It's that I don't know if it's like a trope that I just hate now because it's it's you know oh what if Santa's not good? Yeah, you know I don't I don't know I don't know how you make this movie better. I don't know that you can. I know how you make it better. You cast how? Nitro Girls. <laughs> I was going to say, you cast Bret Hart as Santa. He's yeah. really Everybody survives. He's super safe. He takes it home. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a good time. Uh, I just, you got to make it so bad it's good or so good that it's good. You can't just be middling and shitty like this is. Yeah, it's With, like this is a five out of ten movie, you know? Yeah. I think it's way. I think it's like a one out of ten. I think, that's But it's a, somehow still middle of the road. It's not <laughs> so bad that it's fun. Yeah. I it, it's just not, it, like I said it's not good. Also, I do want to say I like that Bill Goldberg is robbed. And they're like, "Oh, you want to give me your money, Santa bitch?" And you're like, "What? Is, what?" You know, I do like the look of this Santa because Goldberg's ripped. Mm-hmm. He's in shape. He's like a I don't know what you a Nordic Santa. Yeah, like uh, he's got a good look. Like, do you know that guy Liver King? <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? He's all natty, right? He's all natty? All natty, except for the steroids, literally. <laughs> Google, dear listener, liver king. He he just eats raw meat on videos, and it's fucking gross. Yeah, he eats He'll a lot of He'll dip it in, shit. like, raw milk and shit. Ugh. Like, it, he looks like if liver king was Santa. Yeah. And Bill Goldberg is a legit badass. He is a ripped dude. I like the long-haired Santa. I like that he's got the long beard. He wears, like, a weird hat during this. Like a, that was like a rubber hat or something? Yeah, some sort of, it looks almost, I don't know, just some sort of decorative foreign hat. I don't want to yeah. be like, it's a Middle Eastern hat or something dumb like that. <laughs> it's a foreign hat. It's a it's a foreign object he wears on his head. <laughs> And the the crux of it is we the, like the big climax and the crux of the movie is that the grandpa who is an inventor I'm sure he knows the dad from Gremlins mm-hmm. and every other inv- that's like a not it's not like a trope of how like you get a Stephen King movie and he's either a writer or a teacher <laughs> you know but that's like you get a lot of inventors in movies. Uh, and it somehow like this thousand year old, to I don't know how how old this this grandpa is, but he's an inventor, and essentially they play, they do curling. Yeah, it's, see just, who it's just wins. curling. It's just curling. Uh, did you like his inventions? Because you and I are both vinyl collectors. Do you want a portable vinyl player that you can carry on with you? The backpack, it just see, and he was gonna, it, he wasn't gonna call it the Walkman. He was gonna call it something else, and I wrote it down, and I can't find like it. Like the in my Record notes. Man or something like that. Yeah, it's like that. Now vinyl is is the most popular it's been in decades, mm-hmm. and nobody wants that shit now. Yeah, I mean, I have a record player in my pocket already. It's called my fucking phone. Yeah, 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 and and it's same like you can't walk. Because it's going to skip and shit, you know? Yeah. You, you have to have a record that's... You have to have it... Well, I guess you don't, you don't have to have it flat, because people have, like, those weird upsta- upright record players that sound like shit. It's got to be jog-proof. Remember the <laughs> the CD players that were jog-proof? I... Yes. I had a CD player once. My first car was a 1990 Chevy Cavalier. 
My man. $500 cash money in the year 2007. Yeah. And that was I, 2007, $500. Yes. Not, yeah, yeah, now that's $14 million. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Joe. Thanks, fucking Brandon. <laughs> fucking Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> that that's gonna make somebody leave this show. Yeah. That that comment. Listen, if they're here after waffle stomping, <laughs> hey, so maybe they didn't listen to that episode. Maybe you, you know, go back and listen to our Black Chris episode for the worst thing that's ever been said on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, but yeah, may I bought a five hundred dollars Chevy Cavalier with no CD player, um, and I I eventually installed I eventually installed one, but yeah. before that I had like just a boom box. That I thought would work, but that shit skipped so much. Where are you? Where are you? Where 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 are you? And I'm so sorry. I miss. 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 Live like Jack Jack Sal. And that's the end of that joke. But yeah, can't do it. And I I had the jog proof. I think it was. Now I'm trying to think of what brand it was. Wasn't Walk Walkman? The Walkman. But it was three three letters. It's an appliance. I, it doesn't matter. JVC? But it was clear. Maybe it was a JVC. Mm-hmm. But you could see through the top of the lid. Oh. So you could see what CD was in there. And it was super cool. But then my friend Nate, shout out to Nate Yates who doesn't listen. Um, what up? Had a, the the uh, Outcast Greatest Hits. Mm. And on the, the, the top of this pink disc of Outcast Greatest Hits is a woman with super big titties. <laughs> and it's a drawing, but then you had to like almost get it to stop right where it was under the part where you couldn't see through because otherwise people would be like, is that a pair of big titties on your CD player? Are you listening to pornography? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I just like the sounds. I, I'm more of a I'm more more of an auditory pornography. I'm an audiophile, which sounds worse than it is. I had to register at all the same goodies because I'm an audiophile. Uh, you go somewhere, Chris Hansen walks in. What are you listening to? What are you? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I, I'm just saying she's stuck in the dryer. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, yeah, I, I, his inventions are not good. And one's just a nutcracker gun. Well, it's a chest nut. It shoots out chest nuts. Mm, and it I... hurts Goldberg. <laughs> There's and all... also his Santa powers run out at cert- a certain time. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, n- <laughs> you watch a movie. So when you're talking about it, it's so bad. You're like, it doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> uh, one thing that I did write down, because we had our F slur earlier. Um, yep. uh, Mary gives Nicholas, he talks about, he's like, Santa always brought me a mini bake oven. He never brought me like a transformer or a gray skull. So she gives him a gun and he's like, yeah. is this a gun? And she's like, well, open it. He's like, you gave me a gun. And he goes, are you fucking R word? And you're like, God damn. Just, oh, come on. Well, the, the gun is a, an all black gun with no orange tip. Yes. Let's just give that to a child and let it. Let the kid play out on the street, you know, where the cops are. Like, mm-hmm. I shot a kid. Got, I shot a Carl Winslow was there. <laughs> shot a kid, John. You gotta, you gotta have an orange tip on the guns, otherwise people are gonna get nervous about a child playing with a gun. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in our country so much, but because yeah. that's his right. 
Lauren Bobert, she gives her kids Glocks every Christmas. She goes, no orange tips for you. Only the tip for me during Beetlejuice. Uh, and she brings them Wolverine meat. Yeah, which is just stank-ass meat. Again, not... It's... It's not even a fun joke. It's not good. It's not good. It's not a good joke. It's not a fun thing. Basically, this old man is just crazy, and that's what we're supposed to take away from it. He's do- uh, he's uh, Rick from Rick and Morty. Yeah. Oh, gee, come on, come on, Morty. We gotta, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta. Go. Oh, gee, Rick, I just don't think we should do this with, with the chestnuts. I don't think we should do this. Gosh. She brought me Wolverine, Rick. Oh, Wolverine gee, me. You just got to get your shit together. You got to get it put in a backpack, carry it around as, as a record man. Come on, Rick. <laughs> uh, I do want to, my favorite scene, though, probably, is that when Santa goes to the strip club. Okay. I love that because we discussed before nudity in these low-budget horror movies and the women who choose to show their round melon breasts. Breasts. Ooh, titties. <laughs> some big old, some tig old bitties. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look like they belong on the on the cover of a Outcast Greatest Hits CD, baby. <laughs> it just keeps spinning. It just keeps spinning. Yeah. I got just a CD for you, baby. Mm. But they manage to get into the. He goes to the strip club. My favorite part is that this strip club, this shitty strip club called Gold Diggers. Mm-hmm. In in this city, which which is called she hell, ain't messing with no broke, 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 broke. broke. <laughs> you got to say it twice because you can't say that. <laughs> ain't messing with no broke, the broke. <laughs> this uh, gold digger strip club has valet parking. Yeah, yeah, and, and the the pastor's there. We got to talk about the pastor. Okay, go ahead. Talk about the pastor. Who is I don't know his name, but I know him from a lot of things. But he was on that uh, show, Grace Under Fire. Okay. Uh, Dave Thomas, that's his name. We talked about he was on. Uh, oh, he was on SCTV. That's how I know him. Okay. Uh, he on was. The, he was in Rat Race. Yeah, the blacklist. So like, he he's not a guy. He's one of those guys that if you said Dave Thomas, obviously you think of Wendy's. But mm-hmm. it, then you like if you show people a picture, you'd be like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. You know, he's been in things that I've seen before. He's a shitty pastor, all about the Skrilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he pulls up, you know, he's like, you you, you got to you gotta give the money in the collection basket. Don't give it direct to the people or whatever he's saying. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls up and what I think is a Land Rover to the strip club. Yeah. Uh, I love the scene of the valet at the strip club trying to park the reindeer sleigh. <laughs> and Goldberg just marches in and then has a fight with everybody in the strip club. Uh, mm-hmm. Kill some people in some pretty creative ways. I like the way that he killed people with the pole and just all kinds of different ways, to, all kinds of different strippery ways to kill people. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last guy, he hands him a metal pole and then just like puts it into a light socket so he gets electrocuted. And I thought that was actually pretty creative. I do like the song. He uh, breaks uh, somebody's neck with a wreath. Mm-hmm. That's the thing you get with like Christmas horrors. You get these creative kills with Christmas lights or. The star on the tree, and my favorite kill we'll talk about here in a minute, and it's not Christmas, it's uh, Hanukkah, mm-hmm. but uh, at the song playing in the strip club scene, uh, literally the words are, Santa Claus, yeah, 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 <laughs> Sa- 
They couldn't afford Outcast, uh, which is really unfortunate. Uh, I hush that bus. <laughs> Everybody moved to the <laughs> back of the bus. <laughs> yeah, the movie cost thirty million dollars, and about four of that was Rosa Parks by Outcast. <laughs> What a weird strip club song. Be like, <laughs> all right, we've got Destiny coming out here dancing. Oh yeah, move every everybody moved the bike. Is this a, is this stripper routine? Is this a political statement? <laughs> Give it up for Rosa Park. <laughs> Rosa Park that right over here in the VIP lounge. Uh, Rosie Parks, that's her name. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, and I also in this movie, Goldberg always looks like he's looking into the sun <laughs> he's for just, some reason. He's Doesn't very he, like, squinty. He's squinty. And like every line delivered. Like, I don't think he's a terrible actor either, you know? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> but it's like he does the best he can. It's very gruff. It's it's like Christian Bale doing the Batman voice the whole movie. Yes, which is just Christian Bale mostly. I mean, when he when he's Bruce Wayne, he's yeah. not doing it. But I have to return some videotapes. Looks like Christmas came early. <laughs> I, that's what Huey that's Lewis like, in the news. <laughs> I like the earlier stuff. <laughs> I, I don't. One thing that doesn't even stick out, like the shitty Christmas puns. I can't name a <laughs> one of them. Uh, there, there's a, and that, that's the other thing with the Christmas horrors. You always get the. The puns of naughty or nice and and I feel like it's unless it's so drastically new and different, it's been well tread, you know. Mm-hmm. And essentially, you've got uh, he does, does he kill the strippers too? Because I know he sets the strip club on fire. Does, does does he kill the dances? I think he did. Nah, sad. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. He can kick the dog, but not the rest in not, bitties. Not Pegasus. Yeah, <laughs> not Pegasus. <laughs> the most majestic the, the mythical horse stripper my favorite shake it pegasus coming to the stage i do one of my favorite lines in the movie is the grandpa says if i don't get my beauty sleep i'll end up looking like you two <laughs> my man zinged him got him he got him um and then the the, the movie and then we're gonna yada yada this and yep. then yada yada he uh tases somebody in the balls um, you got the uh, big showdown. Let's talk about your favorite kill. Uh, as he goes into the the deli on Christmas Day, of course, you know the Jewish man's still working on Christmas, but not open. Mm. <laughs> uh, but then he also points out that the Chinese restaurants open across the street. Uh, but he gets stabbed with the menorah. Yeah, which you don't, and, well, you don't and see like a lot a, of. No, you, and Goldberg does a diving tackle through the, the uh, I don't know what you would call it, the deli mm-hmm. counter. He spears and him. They didn't tell him to do that. He just did it. <laughs> he went off script. He did a real shoot. They had to shut down the movie for six months <laughs> while he healed. <laughs> he, had, he had salami and glass all over the place goldberg's one uh, goldberg's one uh one one requirement was i want to actually kill somebody I wanna I wanna... Ki- yeah for real We're, we can make it a hobo nobody will miss him you <laughs> <laughs> get this hobo a sag card get him, on, <laughs> get him on this production but he stabs the deli the deli man with uh with a menorah and i thought that was such a, a fun kill i agree you don't see menorahs used in uh in horror movies nearly enough no, i feel we like- need more 
Jewish horror. We need to find more. There's the the Vigil was a movie I really liked enough to buy the DVD. We should do that sometime. But we need more Muslim and Jewish horror and all that kind of woke shit. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Jewish horror movie is Call Your Mother. Call Your Mother. Why don't you ever call me? When you got to settle down with that nice girl? When you got to find yourself a nice girl? Come on. You know, she's not one of us, but I still like her. You know what? I don't care that she's a Protestant. You know what? I think we could turn her. I think we could turn her. <laughs> we could turn we could, Like Tina, we could turn her. <laughs> You've got, uh, and then essentially you find out that the the grandpa is the angel who made the original bet. Uh, they're just curling. They just invented curling. Which, cur- you d- unless you're watching a curling movie, you don't expect to see curling used as a as a uh, as climax. a plot point as a climax. I mean, I climax during curling. It's a very intense sport. Good. Well, how do you think the stone slides on the thing so well? <laughs> Gross. We also <laughs> no, get uh, a trip to the. It's slippery. I'm sorry. I'm imagining now. You know how they have the broom. Yeah. I'm imagining just like a bunch of dudes doing that, but with their dicks, and That's just gross. like come tug. on, come I'm on. just a tug hey. it, tug it. We need more. We tug, need more. Tug, tug it. Uh, we get the. It goes to the gas station briefly and runs into Tiny Lister, mm-hmm. who is that's my bike punk from friday he's debo he's in the movie for two seconds isn't he also in no holds barred isn't yeah he? yeah against hulk hogan that there's a wrestling mm. uh uh yeah so they uh he takes out the whole police station much like michael myers in halloween four yeah the grandpa's a thousand years old i wrote question mark <laughs> he got run over by a reindeer yes they're on jet they're on, not on jet skis they're on snowmobiles and I do like that he's flying over them and dropping packages that explode. Yeah. He also has ornament grenades. Those are fun. Ornament grenades and smoke bombs. Uh, they're in the school and then they somehow bust through some doors and onto the uh, ice hockey rink. You know, the local <laughs> high school ice hockey rink. Yeah, that's. I guess it has to be a very Canadian thing where you don't have a pool, but your school had an ice rink. Yeah. I mean, you could have both if you play your cards right. That's true. <laughs> He's got to freeze the pool. Ice rink. Then uh, Grandpa returns as an angel to stop them from getting run over by a Zamboni. Yes. Uh, with a curling stone. And this is the second time I've seen a bald wrestling man on a Zamboni. Who was the first? Stone Cold Steve Austin. He. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm going to drive this fucking Zamboni all the way. <laughs> Down your candy and not, not your candy ass. I'm going to stomp a mud hole with the Zamboni. I'm going to take that angel out your ass and run this Zamboni up it. Yo, you got a real angel up your ass. Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> uh, they curl. Yeah. It's just curling for the fate of the world, I suppose. Yeah, so that it's like Santa Goldberg can't keep killing people. It's just curling. And then Santa realizes he lost his powers because it's like midnight at the North Pole, at the North Pole, so it's no longer Christmas. And uh, they shoot the pastor out of the sky with, with a bazooka. Mm-hmm. And so that how that so the two main characters kiss at the end of the movie, and then you see Santa boarding a uh, boarding a flight to the North Pole, and then you've got some bloopers. And then at the did you watch till after the credits? 
No, I did. Believe it or not, I didn't stick around for wow. that. Wow, you you left the theater early. Yeah, at I, the end, I of, left it far about thirty minutes into the movie. At the end of it, I swear to God, this is a real scene. At the end of it, uh, you see that uh, Santa Claus is back in uh, the North Pole checking his list, and he turns to the camera and says, "Who's next?" Does he? He really oh, does. Man, I need to go. Watch he really that. does. One of my favorite Brent tropes on this podcast is you never staying to the end of the movie and being like, what happened? Well, one was on like casinobets.com and I didn't want to watch the end of the Saw movie because I thought there'd be eight more pop-ups. And then probably the rest of them were shitty movies like this. Yes. Uh, But there is a Who's Next reference. And believe it or not- Say the line, Bart. Say the line. Yay. (laughs) Uh, I will. And believe it or not- they never made a sequel to this. There, There is no sequel to Santa Slay. Well, I just started the GoFundMe to get it going with Bret Hart and Goldberg. Indigo, Indiegogo. He's an evil Santa Claus. He's a Canadian former wrestler who got kicked in the head by Santa Claus. Can they coexist? Do you think, uh, does Goldberg rank above Stone Cold Steve Austin with acting skills? I've I've never seen Stone Cold act in anything, uh, so it, it's really hard to say. He's in the Longest Yard, I think, too. So th- they're in the same movie. Mm, I don't I don't know. How do you do you do you think he ranks high? I, I've only seen Goldberg in literally this. I've never seen the so Longest Yard. One out of ten. Where, where's Goldberg with his performance? You think? I mean, probably a five. It's not bad, but it's not good. He did a lot. It's with- not bad, but it, it a lot of it is physicality and like. One line, a one-liner type deal. Not he's not, you know, uh, quote the Raven nevermore, mm-hmm. delivering a monologue. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. Yeah, which it would be funny if the if the wrestler Raven was actually doing the Raven. Yeah, sitting in the corner of the Raven. <laughs> yeah. Quote the Raven nevermore, Tommy Dreamer, Billy <laughs> Let Let's do some deep ECW references. <laughs> To wrap this up. To that's really, where you're even losing me. I to, know some ECW, but that's about to it. To really alienate the rest of our listening audience here. Um, yeah, I think I've always, I know, I think Stone Cold did like the condemned, but I yeah. never, I, I never saw that. Um, so we can wrap. What is this movie scary? No. Party movie? Ye- no. Maybe. Yes. If you have wrestling fans over for a Christmas party. Okay. I agree. Uh, what's your oh shit moment? Uh, oh shit moment is just Goldberg being a Santa Claus. Um, my, I guess, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And so my, the best kills of menorah for me. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's probably, I, I really like that electric cuguation with the pole in, in the okay. strip club. Um, what, uh, what should people watch if they like this? Uh, any Krampus movie. Um, the there's Michael, a lot of those too, right? Yeah, the Michael Doherty movie is like the Krampus movie that's awesome now that we covered last year. Mm-hmm. And then you could also just watch any movie with the with the word Krampus in the title. It'll probably be just as shitty as this. So yeah. have have fun with it. Just have fun with it. Have fun out there. Uh, uh the, on, more like this on IMDb. There's uh, Jack Frost, Silent Night, Deadly Night, The Ginger Dead Man, mm-hmm. uh, A Christmas Horror Story. Um. There's there's so many killer Santa ones. There's uh Christmas Bloody Christmas mm-hmm. all through the house. Yeah, um there there's a new one that, that just came out that I haven't watched yet called It's a Wonderful Knife. 
Oh yeah, that's on Shutter right it's, now. It's on Shutter. I haven't watched it, but it's got like Joel McHale and Justin Long in it. I've, My I've, good friend Joel McHale, whose podcast I was on. Oh nice, him and Doctor Ken. That's true. Yeah. Uh, we I guess what's what's the one that came out last year? Violent Night. Violent Night with David Harbour. Yes. And he's actually a good Santa. He's actually a, yeah, he's a good actor and a good Santa. I've not seen mm-hmm. Violent Night. It's but, good. Okay, I need to watch. I know it's on Prime. It's one I need to check out before the season is over. Um. But yeah, any kind of schlocky B movie, C movie, D movie, if you like this, you will like any of those. Yep. Uh, What are we watching next week, Gavin? I don't know, because we are going on our winter solstice. I don't know. Is that a thing that people do? We're going to hibernate. We're going to hibernate for a little bit. Uh, We do want to wish everybody a very happy holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Whatever you do, happy holidays. Ramadan. Ramadan. uh, Let's Festivus. Anything we want to cover for you. Um, We know that Christmas is on Monday, so Merry Christmas to you. We we really do appreciate all of the things that uh, you've done this year for us as far as the Patreon. Uh, we, We could not do this without you, so we are very grateful for you this holiday season. And just the people that don't, that don't subscribe to the Patreon, you freeloading cucks you you uh you ignorant johnnies you ignorant johnnies who don't but we do appreciate anybody who listens to this podcast shares leaves us a review we do appreciate all of you making this podcast way bigger than we ever thought it could be kind of it's just that we have so many fans who will reach out and either say say they like something or want to discuss something we really appreciate that and we don't know what we're going to watch next. We will be back on January 15th. So we're going to take a few weeks off for the holidays, let you get back into your groove. And then on January 15th, we'll be back with a new episode. We don't know what we're going to cover yet, but if you go over to patreon.com backslash they're coming to get you, I will make the announcement on there what we're going to cover for the next episode. And that's if you just join for the free tier, um, there, mm-hmm. there's a free tier for announcements and stuff. If you just join and follow for uh, the, the free tier, you'll be able to find out what the next episode is going to be uh, on January 15th. But like I said, um, we are done for the year. That's it. Yeah. Oh, oh, and on Patreon, we will drop some bonus episodes during the break as well. So That's true. Yes. We don't know what those are, but they will be dropped. They, they, they will be on there, and they will be... They will be technically content. Mm-hmm. Content, yeah. Uh, air quotes. <laughs> it, it, it counts. Well, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but, but it will count. But again, thank you so much for all the support you've given the, this year. And uh, Brent, you got anything? As always here on the Coming to Get You Horror Movie Podcast, who's next? Barbara. 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 <laughs> They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you, 